Do you believe in miracles? Afghanistan have won the Cricket World Cup qualifier and they are through to the Cricket World Cup next year. And this was nothing short of a miracle for Afghanistan. Think about what had to happen for them to qualify for this tournament after losing their first three games. They needed to beat Nepal in their last group game, which they did. They needed Nepal to beat Hong Kong to qualify for the Super Six, which they did. They needed to then win all three of their Super Six games to have a shot at qualifying, which they did. And they needed the UAE to pull off a massive upset and beat Zimbabwe, which they did. And to top it all off, they won the tournament, beating West Indies comfortably in the final. Wow, unbelievable for Afghanistan. The fairy tale continues for them. Their meteoric rise in the cricketing world continues. And for me, I'm happy that Afghanistan have got to the World Cup because I believe they will pose the biggest threat to the top eight teams out of any team in this tournament, more so than the West Indies. Not only that, but I thought it was really important that this World Cup had representation outside of the traditional powerhouses of cricket. Now, I know Afghanistan is now a full member, so for the first time ever, the Cricket World Cup will not feature an associate nation. I've already given my thoughts on that. Ten teams is simply too little. But again, that's an issue for another video. But nonetheless, it's great to see an underdog in the tournament. I think in any tournament, it's important to have an underdog that people can get behind, often as their second team. And I think their presence is going to bring that to the World Cup. And again, when you consider their rise from where they were 10 years ago to where they are now, I think it's great for cricket to have something like a Cinderella story, a part of this World Cup, which we know is far from inclusive. So I think that is at least something for the purists like me in the cricketing world to hold on to. But looking at Afghanistan, they have all the tools to compete in England. I think in the 2015 World Cup, they were a little bit raw. They did beat Scotland and they did get close to beating Sri Lanka, but for the most part, they struggled to compete. But this time around, I think they'll be a big factor and I can see them winning two or three games in this competition. When you look at their squad, you have a world-class performer in Rashid Khan and you have a lot of other good players to call upon like Mohammad Shazad, Gulbadi Naib, Ahmad Shah, Mohammad Nabi, Mujib, Daulat Zadran. There's a lot of quality in that Afghanistan team. Now, I think what they have to work on heading into the World Cup is their batting. It needs to become more consistent to compete in England on pitches that are going to favour the batsmen. They're going to need to post 250 plus regularly. They have to give their bowlers something to bowl at because that is their strength. As for the bowling, I think they need to find a fast bowler to partner Dalat Zadran. Again, these are not going to be as spinner-friendly conditions as they have faced either in the UAE where they play a lot of their home games or during this tournament in Zimbabwe. They need a little bit more in the fast bowling stops. Chapo Zadran is obviously around, but he has struggled with form and injuries recently. What happened to Hamid Hassan? He was excellent for Afghanistan in their early years. It appears that he hasn't been around the squad recently. I'm not sure whether he's injured or whether that's lack of form in the domestic game. But either way, they're going to have to find someone to partner him because I think having 40 overs of spin in England probably is going to be overkill. But nonetheless, 
for Afghanistan. Congratulations. The ICC, I think, will be happy because the TV audience Afghanistan is going to be quite substantial. And as I said earlier, it's a feel-good story, one that cricket desperately needed. As for the West Indies, well, they qualified, but it's fair to say they were very lucky to do so. And when you look at the West Indies, they lost to Afghanistan three times within the space of three weeks, in the warm-up game, in the Super 6 game, and in the final. So if they can't beat Afghanistan, how are they going to beat the top eight teams? The West Indies have major issues to work on if they're to be even competitive at the World Cup. Their qualification, I think, papers over the cracks for them. And the best chance they have to get better is their star players coming back, so to speak. And it appears that only Sunil Narayan and Andre Russell have a chance to come back into the fold. Both those two played in the regional Super 50 competition just a couple of months ago, and they both hinted that they will return to international cricket. So that would be a much-needed boost for the West Indies. The problem is Sunil Narayan's action is a big issue. Can he get that rehabilitated in time? And Andre Russell, we know he had that suspension for the doping violation, and now he's picked up injury in the PSL. So will he be fit enough? A lot of questions for the West Indies, but certainly they will be praying that they can get as many of their big players back. Because honestly, looking at that squad the way it is, there's not a lot of quality, particularly in the batting and the spin bowling departments. But anyway, if you got this far, thanks for watching the video. Let me know what you think about Afghanistan making the World Cup. And I will see you in the next video.